You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, good morning, good day, and uh, hello out there. Morning Breath listeners, thanks for being a part of Morning Breath and the community that listens and uh, tunes into the Word of God. We're thankful for the opportunity. What an honor we get to do this. And uh, I'm Brian. I'm one of the pastors here. Brian Moore, one of the pastors at East Coast Christian Center. And I get to um, host the show today. I have a couple friends with me in the studio. Uh, one of my best friends across the table from me, Keith Alderman. How are you doing, my friend? Woo! Hello, Pastor Brian. I am so good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, May the 4th be May the, with you. May the 4th. <laughs> May the 4th. It is May the 4th for all of you. I don't know what are you, Star Wars people? Yep. Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars person. That's okay. Are you a Star Wars person? Uh, sometimes. Oh, okay. I like, uh, every once in a while, I'm like, hey, let's watch the old ones. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. We got Nick in here with us, too. Nick, how you doing? I'm doing well. It's are, Nick. Are hey, you, Nick. Are, it's Nick. Are, are Nick you a Star Wars guy? Yeah. You are? You're yeah. a junkie? Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I've, I mean watched, I've watched the movies. Okay. <laughs> So, so you're kind of into like, it. I've watched them. Are yeah. you like if you're if you're like a May the Fourth be with you junkie? You're like doing something like Star Wars esque. Are you like dressing up on a day like this? Oh, or that's what, weird. Oof. Yeah, is no, that too far? I don't dress up for any. Oh, season. I'll just walk around and say the line because it's kind of funny. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like you have a lisp. Okay. <laughs> lisp, lisps are okay. Lisps are all right. Let's uh, let's talk about what's going on. How to get connected to this show and uh, help us, Pastor Keith. Tell us tell us what to do. How to oh get man, Morning more. Breath is incredible. What a great uh, devotional and way, and way to get into the Word. What we do is uh, this has been a long running show for you know I don't know twenty years or something like that. And and what we hope that you would do is actually read the chapter before you we read it with you. And so we get together. Having not talked about it, discussed or anything like that, but we read the chapter separately, individually, the night yep. before and the morning of, and then we come in, we read it again, and we just, whatever God breathes on it, we start talking about it. And, and uh, so it's very unscripted, uh, but we have a lot of fun doing it, and we would love for you to read the Word ahead of time, too, because then there's going to be stuff that you see that we don't see, and, and then stuff that we see that you don't, and we all just start seeing things, and it's really cool like that. And so uh, there's ways that you can get connected and find out where we're going to go. So you can actually do that. You can do that through our app, the East Coast app. If you search for East Coast Christian Center on the App Store or Google Play, you could go to eccc.us and find out about there. You could even listen to past shows. We're also available, you know, in podcasts like uh, like Spotify, different places like that. So you can, uh, you know, tune in and doing that. You could even call our church office at 321-452-1060. And we could actually send you out, mail you out. Crazy. We mail things still. Yeah, we still do. You could get a mail out of all of where we're going next month and find out. And so, uh, you know, we want you to read along with us. And that's how the things are really going to come to life and come out for you in that way. So get connected and do it with us. Yeah, we have a few other things going on. Uh, this weekend is actually Mother's Day weekend, and uh, we've got we got some great services planned here at East Coast for the moms and special giveaways and all of that sort of fun. Uh, the Word's going to be preached. We're going to worship. We're going to do all the things we do every weekend um, in worship in Jesus, but we also are going to take a little time to honor moms and uh, just for oh, the part that they've played in our, yeah. in our journey. Um, and, you know, many moms have led many kids and many husbands and many families um, to the things of yes. God. We want to celebrate that. And so come be a part of one of our locations this weekend. If that would work for you, we'd love to have you. Also, we have an online community. If that's uh, if that's the, where you're doing church today, um, we'd love to just connect with you. We'd love to get to know you a little bit out there as well. But we've got some summer activities going on, kids camp, youth camp. You can find out more information about all of that on our app or on our website. But uh, we want to minister to your kids, to your students, and yes. uh, it's an honor to get to do it. It's yes, crazy. it is. 
It's crazy. Such a blessing. You got a past in youth ministry. I do. You, if you, for those of you who have not heard the show a lot or don't don't hear from us, uh, Pastor Keith is our current youth pastor and oversees all things youth here at East Coast. And uh, I don't know for about ten years before that, I was uh, in charge of youth yeah. and got the honor of handing the baton to this guy across the yeah. table from me. And you did ten years. I'm on five years this year. Can yeah. you believe that? Yeah. five years. I think it was crazy. nine and a half that I was uh, the staff, you know, like lead at that point. But we did four and a half years before that of serving yeah. and volunteer dream yeah. team. And wow, what a what an incredible opportunity we've had. Yeah, I feel like I just need to go to eleven so I can say that I beat you. But uh... I'll, I'll let you win. <laughs> I mean, he. What what you also don't know out there maybe is that I have four children and uh, like this youth conference is coming up. I'm going to send four all four of my kids to that. Woo! And uh, Pastor Keith gets to pastor all four of my kids yes. um, for a season. And it here. is an honor. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into Luke. We're in Luke chapter three. We've been in Luke for the last few days, and uh, we got a little ways to go here in the book of Luke, which will be cool. Um, the Gospel of Luke. Uh, I have the New Living Translation. Uh, you have the New King James. Right on. We've got 38 verses in uh, in this chapter, Luke chapter three. And uh, how about I get you started? There's a lot of exciting names at the end that I want to read, actually. <laughs> and so I uh, I'll say unto you. Whoa, whoa, wait. Where do you want to break at? Whoa, whoa. Where do you want to break at? Halfway, dude. 19, it's like somewhere just yeah, in there. 19's a new paragraph. Let's start there. You go through 18. I'll get 19 and beyond. All right, sounds good. All right. I say to you, read, sir. Luke chapter 3, verse 1. Now, in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate, being governor of Judea, Herod, being tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Aturia, and the region of Traconitus, and Licinius, tetrarch of Abilene, while Annas and Caiaphas were high priests, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. And he went into all the region around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough ways smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Then he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruits of worthy of repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So the people asked him, saying, What shall we do then? He answered and said to them, He who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none, and he who has food, let him do likewise. Then the tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? When he said to them, Collect no more than what is appointed for you. Likewise the soldiers asked him, saying, And what shall we do? So he said to them, Do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely, and be content with your wages. Now, as the people were in expectation, and all reasoned in their hearts about John, whether he was the Christ or not, John answered, saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor, and gather the wheat into his barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. And with many other exhortations he preached to the people." All right, verse 19 of it, uh, Luke 3. John also publicly criticized Herod Antipas, the ruler of Galilee, for marrying Herodias, his brother's wife, and for many other wrongs he had done. So Herod put John in prison, adding this sin to his many others. 
yeah, adding this into them as many others. One day, when the crowds were being baptized, Jesus himself was baptized. As he was praying, the heavens opened, and the Holy Spirit in bodily form descended on him like a dove, and a voice from heaven said, You are my dearly loved Son, and you bring me great joy. Jesus was about 30 years old when he began his public ministry. Jesus was known as a son of Joseph. Joseph was a son of Heli. Heli was a son of Methat. Methat was a son of Levi. Levi was a son of Melchi. Melchi was a son of Janai. Janai was a son of Joseph. Joseph was the son of Matthias. Matthias was a son of Amos. Amos was a son of Nahum. Nahum was a son of Esli. Esli was a son of Nagai. Nagai was a son of Math. Math was a son of Matthias. Matthias was a son of Simeon. Simeon was a son of Jesik. Jesik was a son of Judah. Jodah. Jodah was the son of jo- Jonan. Joanan was the son of Ressa. Ressa was the son of Jerubabel. Zerubabel. Zerubabel was the son of Shethletil. Shethletil was the son of Neri. Neri the son of Melchi. Melchi the son of Adai. Adai the son of Kossim. Kossim the son of Eldam. This goes on and on for many, many more verses. <laughs> Kosim the son of Eldam. Eldam the son of Er. Er the son of Joshua. Joshua the son of Eliezer. Eliezer the son of Jerem. Jerem the son of Methat. Methat the son of Levi. Levi the son of Simeon. Simeon the son of Judah. Judah the son of Joseph. Joseph was the son of Jonam. Jonam the son of Elikim. Elikim was the son of Milah. Milah was the son of Mena. Mena was the son of Mathatha, Mathatha the son of Nathan, Nathan the son of David, David the son of Jesse, Jesse was the boy, was the son of Obed, Obed was the son of Boaz, Boaz was the son of Salmon, Salmon was the son of Nahashan, Nahashan the son of Ananabadab. How about that? Ananabadab was the son of Admin, Admin the son of Arni, Arni the son of Hezron, Hezron the son of Perez, Perez the son of Judah, Judah was the son of Jacob, Jacob was the son of Isaac, Isaac was the son of Abraham, Abraham was the son of Terah, Terah was the son of Nahor, Nahor was the son of Sarig, Sarig was the son of Reu, Reu the son of Peleg, Peleg the son of Eber, Eber the son of Shelah, Shelah was the son of Canaan, Canaan was the son of Arphaxad. Arphaxad was the son of Shem. Shem, the son of Noah. Noah, the son of Lamech. Lamech, the son of Methuselah. Methuselah was the son of Enoch. Enoch was the son of Jared. Jared was the son of Mahalalel. Mahalalel, the son of Kenan. Kenan was the son of Enosh. Enosh, the son of Seth. Seth was the son of Adam. Adam was the son of God. Amen. Amen. You did it, it, man. We made it. You did it. (laughs) What an incredible journey. Just before we get into the kind of the first part of the chapter, there's not a lot really to be said necessarily. Nothing is just so radical, in my opinion, of this whole legacy here, other than it is the legacy, right? Like, there is just, like, we see bits and pieces, at least I see bits and pieces of here of like, oh, I know Nathan, the son of David, David, the son of Jesse. Like, I know that part. Oh, I know this part about Seth, the son of Adam, Adam, the son of God. I know this part. I know this other part at the beginning of this, but everywhere in between, I'm yeah. like, wow. And then I stop and I go, legacy. Yep. What an incredible journey that we are in some season like one of these guys was in a season, yeah. right? Yeah. And there's all these seasons of life, and yet one of these guys gave birth to a son who gave birth to a son yeah. who on and on and on, we see Jesus come out of a line, right? Yeah. And what I just, I don't really need to say much more about this, but what an honor to be included in this That's list. Right. Like, yes. 
And if you're ever looking for a good boy's name, you got some here. You got some. <laughs> I don't you know if you got good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I would dig into a few of them before you start throwing that name on your son. However, there are some incredible names here, and what an incredible legacy. And we get to read through that. I really like Arfafax, yeah. said Dad. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of cool names in there, but what a legacy, and what a lineage, and what a what a line, right? Like, I just. I know my dad. I know my dad's dad. I know my dad's dad's dad. Right, yeah, and yeah. our culture doesn't do this. Right, yeah, like doesn't yeah. do it very well. I should say. My mom actually is kind of into genealogy things, and so she has kind of dug up the family tree all the way as far back as you could dig out. Right. Yeah. Um, but we've not. But kept you can't go like very the, far. You can go like maybe to the mid 1800s if you're lucky. It gets really tough. And then it's like, wow, I we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. That's what I wrote down too. Is names matter and well, legacy matters. Well, I believe that names matter as far as like what you're what you're deeming over someone. And you know, Jesus renamed people, oh, yeah. which I think is powerful too. Like, who are you going to be called? God renamed people, yeah. Abram to Abraham. But like, I'm in a total agreement of just legacy matters. You know, you can look back in your line and see, wow, that person did that well, one thing, and that's what changed everything. And even when you look back and you're like. They weren't that great, yeah, yeah. But man, they did this, yeah. and I, I think that's very eye-opening too. For <clears throat> you know, I hope that all my kids are standing on my ceiling, um, you know, and going much further into the Word of God than I ever could ever imagine. Yeah. That being said, I, I, you know, for all my shortcomings too, I, I hope that way down there, down the road, somebody's able to look back and go, man, like he did that one thing, and that set us up. So it is really powerful. I, I think it's incredible. Yeah, you know, I, I was having a conversation with my daughter, uh, my 11-year-old, my youngest, um, like three days ago, and she was like, Dad, are we, like, related to, like, Joe Naismith? Like, who's the – I think he's the guy who, like, invented basketball, right? Like, and somewhere on my wife's side, like, we have some connection back over there, you know? And so you have this, like, name over there, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm connected to so-and-so, right? Yeah. There's all of these so-and-sos that these guys are all connected to, and I just think it's really cool. But um, let me jump into a different part of this uh, chapter. Um, in the – there's some things that John the Baptist was saying. First of all, John the Baptist, we know from other parts of Scripture that he was the greatest prophet, like, before Christ. Like, this dude was, like, he was serious, right? Like, he was he was a different guy living in a in a different form, in a different manner than culture maybe was, was calling acceptable, really, um, on some levels. But yet he had a voice, and uh, he used his voice to do something something pretty courageous and something pretty great. I mean, he got to be a part of baptism, baptism of Jesus. That's pretty radical. But he was saying some things to some people that was trying to actually change behavior, right? Like, he was talking to people that are like, hey, what should we do, and what should we do, and what should we do? There's a few questions here. Um, and he, he started out in verse 8, says, prove by the way you live that you have received um, that you've repented of your sin and turned to God. You know, I that's such a it's such a um, kind of pointed statement, like to go, hey, prove it, dude. Like, yeah. like just go prove it. Like, and they're like, well, what? How? How do we prove it? You know? And he gives some ways here that some of these people um, were told. Like in ten, it says, um, John replied, if you have two shirts, um, give one to the poor. If yeah. you have food, share it with those who are hungry. Yeah. If we just did that and we loved people like that, like personally, I'm looking at that going, what do I have two of? Yeah. that I could give one away. Yeah. Like like we live in a culture where excess is way normal. Yeah. Like like right. we throw good things away. Like just to yeah. be honest. Like yeah. now I'm not I'm not in a space of going, you know what, we got to live in poverty and we got to just be poor, pitiful, whatever, but our culture can throw some things away. Yeah. And I'm going 
I'm not even talking about materialistic things. Like we throw people away, we throw all sorts of things away. <laughs> Come on, sadly. And I looked at this this morning, and I was it's, like, man, well, what are I... things that get uncomfortable? Like I don't want to fix things; I just want to get rid of them. Yeah. Oh, what does it look like to live with less than yeah. for the sake of somebody else? And that's what he's saying here: is going, hey, if you got two things, like give one away. Yeah. Like if you got food. Share it. There's people hungry, starving around you. Like, I was reading a different devotion this morning that I do with a group of people, and it was talking about just having a, a hunger to share the gospel, share the good news with people around you. It's an evangelistic, like, um, thing that we're looking at in this, you know, 10-day window of a Bible reading plan together. And I was I was just really, like, stopped in my tracks to go, you know, what is the burden that I really have? Like, I, I mean, I pastor, and I, I love people in the community, and before the show we were talking about some of those relationships and all that, but I want to actually be so hungry for other people to experience what I experience, and I'm willing to give away what I have. Yeah. Right. Like I have a lot. I'm radically blessed. I am super blessed, if you will. Doesn't mean that I have a bank account that's just like fully loaded over there and it's like, oh, we're just blowing things. No, I mean just a normal, average life that I live. I have abundance, and yeah. I, I and I want to I want to prove the repentance. I want to prove my love for Jesus, not because I earned something from God, but because the world around me needs what I have. Yeah. I, I mean. I think that, you know, I know the statistic has changed over the years and it's probably higher now, but if you're making anywhere from 60 to $65,000 a year, you're in the top 4% of the whole world. Yeah. And so, you know, they most people in America are the super rich, even yeah. though they don't necessarily consider themselves that. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely looking at what do I have and how can I bless somebody else and pour into that. That's the tension that we always need to feel. You know, we always need to feel this sense of, I got to work hard with my hands. I got to aspire to live a, a quiet life, mind my own business, but also at the same time, be looking over there and going, okay, how can I get yeah. my hands dirty a little bit and help people? It's really powerful. There's something that he said in here too that and it's kind of a dig, you know, he's ta he's digging at the Pharisees and he's calling them a brood of vipers and, and whatnot, but he says in verse, what is this, eight? He says, uh, for I say to you, God is able to raise up children to Abraham yeah. from these stones. And I wrote down next to that, God can make something, and make not just something, but leaders out of nothing. Mm -hmm. Like he can make, you know, these were the men that were... They were the the elite. They were the 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 Sanhedrin. You know, these were the men that were like they're leading, and they are the greatest leaders of God's people. And he's saying, "What are you talking about? God can make leaders out of rocks." And I I love you know the, just just flipping on its head a little bit instead of like putting down the Sanhedrin right now, but more of saying it doesn't matter what your you your life looks like or your legacy or anything like that. God can make something out of you. He can make an incredible leader out of nothing and someone who could actually change the world all around them. So, you know, regardless of where you find yourself today or what's the circumstance or even your lineage and like, where did you come from and all that, you know, all the Gentiles didn't have a lineage. None of them were in this right. line. None right. of them were a part of this. And yet God brought the gospel to them for them to go and spread, spread it everywhere. So I, I just look at, I think that's just so powerful that God can make something so powerful, not even redeem something, but can make something incredible. He wants to build on that foundation of just trust me, follow me, live like this, live where you're ready to, with your hand open and yeah. trusting God and believing in him. And God can make an incredible leader out of you. I think that's really powerful. Yeah, you know, prophetically, I think he was setting the stage here for the elitist um, Jew to not be the only answer, yeah. right? Like he's actually saying, hey, um, 
careful here. You're going to get complacent, and there's there's a there's a time coming where others are going to challenge this, and that they're going to be grafted in. Us Gentiles are grafted into you know the the tree of life, if you will, and that we actually there was he was speaking to a listen. Um, yeah, you think you're you're good because you're descendants of Abraham, but uh, be careful here yeah. how you live. And the, the real repentance really matters, That's like in showing more, that. Yeah. Yeah. Like actually, your heart matters, and your relationship matters more than your lineage matters, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, going on to go, hey, collect no more taxes than the government requires, and you know, don't extort money, make false accusations, be content with your pay. Like, just I mean, these are some very practical things that he was, you know, pointing out that he was seeing, and he was prophetically like speaking into their life. Like this is actually correction. This is like directional, going, hey. And I just wonder if I, I'm going to say me, if I have people that I am willing to let speak into these areas of my life, right? Like, like this probably didn't feel good. Imagine how this would feel when they're pointing out going, go do this then, go do that then. And what it would rise up in their heart if they weren't doing these things at that time. Yeah. And he had recognized in culture that some of these things. Now, should we all just be a voice to just go be critical and point out like, ah, oh, this is wrong? Notice how he did this. He said, go and do it differently. He didn't say, hey, this is what's wrong with you. He didn't say, hey, you're ripping people off. Like right. He That's didn't good. say that. He didn't point out, like, as he is the greatest prophet of, of this era, he was not pointing out their sin per se. He was pointing out a correction to their sin, if that makes sense. Je- just as Jesus said, hey, go and sin no well, more. It wasn't like, critical as much as here's the answer. Here's the answer, right? exactly. Like, you, can be cri- you could be critical in the sense of like, hey, point out the wrong, but give Have a solution. solution. Yeah, yeah. Don't just point out wrongs. Which I love the idea of he was pointing out wrongs without actually having to like be just brutal about it yeah. right like there was a solution wrapped into the hey I see there's something here and here's a way that you can do it you know show that something has changed in you and you know scripture clearly says that you know when you come to Christ you become a new creation that something should radically change that like when we have dependency on Christ and we've you know we've turned our heart and and repented for our sin that we should see some out some fruit of that like let's see that on the tree if you will and so um I just I was challenged to go man I hope I'm I hope I am able to be corrected in this kind of form where somebody could come to me and go, hey, do this a little different. Hey, did you notice this? And here's a way you could do this. And we all should have people that love us enough to tell us the truth, that yeah. we love enough to allow them to tell us the truth, yeah. even when it's uncomfortable and doesn't really even go, wow, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Because this is challenging. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, it is. You know, I've been really looking at John the Baptist a lot just in the last week or two. Like I, um, you know, you asked me to do this. I was like, oh, I just read Luke 3 a couple of days ago. Yeah. And, and um, I've been just praying about it. And one thing that's that just hit me that I've never thought of before, I don't think, maybe, I don't know, was just that John the Baptist had this incredible ministry. Yeah. He had a powerful ministry, and he was ready to just let it go. Yeah. And, you know, I know that we could be like, well, it's because he knew that Jesus was the Son of God. And I was like, he did, but he also, he didn't. Yeah, it's like easy he, to see that in the rear view. Yeah, here. he was still going in faith. I mean, like, he when he was in prison, he sent his disciples to go make sure. He was like, oh, man, did I make a mistake? You know, yeah. like, oh, like he had, he was still a man, and he still wondered. And it was his cousin. Like, he had all of these thoughts that were like, I don't know. But I, I love that he had, he was willing to just let go and trust God. And I want to be that. I want to be able to just... When, you know, no matter what my ministry or legacy or anything I'm leading, that when God says it's time, that I can just be ready. And I think that's powerful. So we're going to take a break right now and let go of this conversation. So check out these sponsors. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors.
At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, so our final thoughts. Here's um, Hopefully this will be your first thought and your last thought, and every thought, as much as you could think it is, what, what was spoken over Jesus in his baptism is such a powerful voice. Such If you're hearing voices out there of saying all sorts of things about you or to you, mm-hmm. and you got to question what is real, Go back to this thought that Jesus saw his son and said this, you are my dearly loved son and you bring me great joy. Know that in your design, God, you were designed just as Jesus was designed in the in 
man-like form or woman-like form. You are human, and this is how he feels about you as a human and as a follower of Christ, as a child of God, created by the creator of the universe. You are dearly loved, son or daughter, and you bring me great joy. Mm -hmm. If we could live under that banner, under that voice, what else might be just incredibly good about our life if we could rest in that thought that God dearly loves me, that I bring him joy, and that my actions bring him joy, my relationships bring him joy, my service to people and to a community and to him brings him joy. Think about what you bring to God today. That's an incredible thought that you actually bring something to the God who created you. That the idea that he loves you and you can bring something back to him in your actions and your care and your love for people and the things that you do is a act of worship today. Let's just love that he loves us and love that he's happy about it as well. Isn't that incredible? It is incredible. Amen. That's it. That's it. All right, we'll talk to you soon. God bless you guys. Have an incredible week and uh, come on back sometime. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.